Hello, everybody, and welcome to our inaugural episode. Uh, we're going to be covering the different Marvel shows and movies that come out basically from here on out because there's a whole bunch of shit that has already come out. Uh, and maybe in the, the downtime in between things, we'll go back and cover some of this stuff. But a lot of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and a lot of the shows that come out on Disney+, Plus, starting off with WandaVision. I'm the host, Mike Marbach, and today we are joined by Marcelie. Hello, I'm Marcelie Jean. Marcelie Jean Pierre. Uh, <laughs> Samantha Russell. Hello, I'm Samantha Russell. Rob Alessiani. That's me. Katie Swerko. Hello. And Michael Henley. That is. I can't think of anything clever. Hi. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> there we go. Uh, this is the crew for today. Uh, thank you all for being here and discussing the first two episodes of WandaVision. So the way that we start all podcasts that we do on this network is asking your first impressions. Uh, so I'm going to start with Marsali. Uh, so first and foremost, I was really uh, intrigued. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a Marvel MCU nerd, so I, I've watched all the movies. And um, I'm just really into all the characters. And so just like watching YouTube videos and trailers and everything, all the buildup to WandaVision and all the other MCU TV shows that are going to be on Disney Plus um, have just gotten me super excited. So um, yeah, just seeing how different the first two episodes uh, have been. Uh, and it just separates WandaVision from all the movies in, in a very unique way. Um, and it really kept me intrigued to find out like what's actually going on. So there's so many like uh, voids and, and <clears throat> holes that we have to figure out and pieces that need to be put together. So um, I enjoyed it. I, I know that there were some mixed responses on the internet, but uh, anybody who didn't like it, they're dumb. <laughs> yeah, we are uh, really going to hold on to the listeners that we get. Uh, <laughs> you're idiots. Uh, let's go over to Katie. Uh, I really liked it because um, I've been a Marvel fan since, I mean, I jumped on when the movie started happening uh, with Iron Man, but I was really intrigued by the show because, you know, I would say that I really liked all of the Marvel movies, but they haven't been very weird, I guess. And I think that it was like, oh, this is really cool that like, cause comic books are capable of being really batshit and weird. Yeah. So it was cool that like Disney, which is also not known for being weird was kind of taking on this project where they were a lot like bending and stretching their muscles a little bit past like the classic, like, and now here's the ladies brigade. Who are all gonna punch Thanos? Like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think maybe Ant Man is the quirkiest that Marvel's gotten up until this point. Or Ragnarok. And Thor Ragnarok. I was gonna say oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. Okay, yeah. But um, yeah. Michael. Yes. Um, no, I'm gonna second a lot of what's been said already. I really enjoyed this a lot. I think that it really did show Marvel stretching its muscles, I think, in a lot of it really experimenting, I think, in a lot of cool ways because I've been, you know, I've seen all of the movies. Um, so, you know, I'm 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 very much invested, but I mean, especially after Endgame, I'm definitely I'm still and obviously, you know, with everything with the pandemic that happened, all that kind of stuff, clearly that, you know. The, the next wave of Marvel movies did not kick off the way, you know, originally they intended to. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like it's been a year and a half, a lot now of just kind of going like, so where are we going from here? You know, like, I know what's coming out next, but like, what's the tone of it? What's the style of it? You know, where, so like, this is our first real taste of it, you know, since um, 
Endgame or Spider-Man. I think the, Spider the second Spider-Man came out after. Um, and um, I, I liked that it was very experimental and like they're, they're trying different things with the style. And I also, I mean, I really enjoy these actors a lot. You know, I'm, I'm, I've been a fan of Paul Bettany for a while. Um, I really like Elizabeth Olsen. And I feel like this show is a good showcase for them. Something that the kind of the movies, because they were in a big hurry to kind of set up these characters did not get a chance to do exactly. So I felt it gave them a lot more breathing room um, even in this very, very stylized with drops of eeriness, kind of something's not quite right. You know, even in this very like alternate reality weirdness, it still, it still became like a very good proper showcase for both the characters and also what the actors could do when they're kind of playing towards and against their characters. And I really enjoyed that. And I liked how much they committed to the bit because, you know, this is part of like this huge franchise that has a very, very definitive house style. And the first two episodes, they very much kind of strike out on their own and and they're very reverent for you know a particular type of you know sitcom and all that kind of stuff and they really commit to the bit and i really liked that a lot you know so it wasn't just experimental it was like we've got to get this right and i really enjoyed that as well um i i really enjoyed it uh robert um yeah i mean i i really i really enjoyed it um uh, I think this this felt very uh, too many cooks for me in terms of like what they're trying to do with like let's lampoon something and then also have moments of like holy shit what the fuck's going on um, and then my only critique and this isn't for the series necessarily but like these first two episodes as different as this series feels from like anything that Marvel's tried before which I really applaud the two episodes themselves seemed pretty similar to me. Um, I know they were like kind of going off of two um, two different sitcoms or arguably three like Bewitched and, and I Dream of Genie, which were kind of the same sitcom. Um, but, uh, but the two episodes felt, I understand why they released them together. I'm looking forward to what I think they're going to be doing based on their, based on, uh, you know, the trailers that like, we're going to kind of get a different one every week, a different like and that's like very exciting for me. I hope they go very far into the future. And I'm fine if this whole first season is just a different sitcom style being being like, you know, given the Marvel, uh, the, the Marvel take every week. Yeah, maybe we'll see an animated one. Um, cool, and Sam. Hello, uh, I would like to start off by saying I know absolutely nothing about Marvel. The only thing I know is that one movie, Thanos disappeared a bunch of people and they were like pixels or something. That's all I know. I know nothing about Marvel, but I saw commercials for this and I'm, I'm a huge old sitcom fan. And I also love just anything that's like a lot of vintage costuming and set design. Sure. And I saw the commercials for it and I wasn't sure if they were already established characters or anything like that. And then it started to come out, come out that it was, these are characters that are already established and I wasn't sure if I was gonna get it. And I said, well, what the heck, it's a half hour. I'll try to you know watch it and see if I hate it. But I, I actually really enjoyed it without knowing much about the characters. You, you, you can kind of, you feel that you know they, they've got these powers and then they're sort of in this dream scenario. So you just kind of get on board. And I very much appreciated all of the attention to detail that they did in the acting styles, in the set design, everything like the, the Dick Van Dyke set, like that kitchen is just spot on and perfect. And I, I really enjoyed the episodes even though I don't 100% know what's going on. I know I miss references, I know that 
I'm sure the characters in these scenarios are more uh, enjoyable maybe to people who actually know the characters, but I, I still got the, the fun part of it and the eerie part of it. And I'm kind of looking forward to see where we go next. Oh, great. Uh, yeah. Uh, thank you, Sam, for, for stating your qualifications for, <laughs> for being zero qualification. <laughs> uh, but I'll say this in our intro when I record it, but in the event that I forget, uh, yeah, this is, this is not necessarily a podcast for the super fans. Uh, so much as it is um, for people that just enjoy the Marvel movies um, or that are, for some reason have just started with, uh, with WandaVision <laughs> and want to maybe learn something as, as they go. Uh, Mike, we're the approachable Marvel <laughs> podcast. Yeah, maybe we'll change our podcast name to that, The Approachables. Uh, <laughs> an MCU podcast. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So we'll start off with uh, episode one, and rather than go through beat by beat, which honestly, you know, there are podcasts that are going to do that because there is shit that is going to be jam packed into these uh, these episodes. Um, I want to just kind of very very quickly recap the episode and just in its sitcom terms, and then I'm counting on you all uh, and my own notes to kind of fill in a lot of the a lot of the blanks, somewhat at least. Uh, so first episode is uh, setting us up for this whole um, alternate reality dream, whatever it is, uh, and Wanda is. Um, uh, I guess it's her it's her dream. We'll we'll talk more about that, but. Um, because last thing we saw was uh, I think Vision <laughs> was was getting dead, um, but again we'll talk a little bit more about it. So spoiler, yeah, um, they are. Um, oh no! Oh no! <laughs> yeah, we've already. Oh, no, this is gonna be hard I'm, to do. I mean, it's, 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 <laughs> I'm I'm gonna spend this podcast recording just watching Sam Square just to like see her <laughs> going. Like, like when you said that, like your eyes just were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait, yeah. Sam, do you ever plan on watching the MCU movies? I I don't know. It's, see, the problem <laughs> is there's so many that I now I'm like, I don't know where to begin. And I don't know if I have enough time. So like, yeah. I feel like I needed to start a while ago in order to be able to catch up. <laughs> I now think I, that I, it's beyond There's my, probably like five films you could watch to kind of get caught up okay. just in the general. So email me a yeah. list yeah. and then yeah. I won't be so stupid. But it yeah. might be fun that I'm this stupid. I, I think she could probably just watch all of the post-credit scenes uh, from all of the movies. Yeah, those are all on YouTube. There's also like 45-minute YouTube catch-up videos where you can just okay. like, yeah, yeah, they're all happened. I think on Disney Plus, I forget the name of it, but I think they they published a couple like catch-up videos on it, like real, real quick as well. So like, yeah, like legends, these characters yeah. are, yeah, legends, yeah. Mm -hmm. I also this is my gimmick. I feel like. Like, yeah. yeah, don't you can't know enough. I can't. <laughs> you can't ruin it. Um, I do think that as we go through and do this podcast, you may find yourself getting a little more interested in going back and, and watching okay. things. Um, maybe not. We'll see. Okay. Um, so, with that in mind, I'm actually going to keep it even more broad. Uh, and we'll go <laughs> no, back it's and fine. It's, do, don't do this um, on my accord. <laughs> that's, that's all right. So they're they are a married couple. Um, they are doing the different. Um, uh, married couple things. They're washing dishes. Um, he's walking in, getting ready for work, and they see this date on the calendar with a heart on it. And they both have different ideas about what it means, and they're kind of playing with that. He goes to to work, and he finds out that it is uh, Hart, which is his boss, um, uh, is coming over for dinner, and that's a big deal. Um, the neighbor Agnes comes over and mm -hmm. puts it in uh, Wanda's head 
that this is their anniversary. So she's going through the motions and telling her what she needs to do to have a good anniversary night. Um, of course, misunderstandings collide when um, the um, boss and his wife come come over for dinner and Wanda is there in a nightgown, ready to put on a nice um, anniversary night. And then she has to struggle to um, put together a, a dinner. He has to struggle to uh, entertain and stall um, Agnes comes over with a, with a full meal ready to go. Doesn't quite go as planned. They end up having breakfast for dinner. Um, he chokes, vision, uh, saves him. And that's the overall gist of the episode from the, just the context of the, uh, kind of sitcom reality. Um, as far as the outside stuff, there are also some eerie moments. So I want to just leave that to you all to kind of just fill in those blanks. So what else in this, this episode kind of stood out to you? Uh, whether from the sitcom world or the Marvel WandaVision reality? So not to like jump in and go like Marvel, but Wanda is one of the most powerful like superheroes in the Marvel universe, like comic yeah. books or uh, she's like an Omega level if you're talking about the comics and that's like a specific thing. She's like kind of a god because her powers at various points in the comics are to basically just bend reality and make everyone else kind of live in her reality. Mm -hmm. So at various times in the comics, she has done that and made the entire world kind of reverse where mutants rule everything. And then she's done something where like, there are no more mutants except for like a handful across the world. So, and then at various points, she's like the rest of the superhero world has to be like, hey, do we need to kill her? Because like, she's kind of going nuts. And because she can bend reality, that's a really big risk to the rest of us. So that's like, I love that this character that's been kind of like glossed over a little bit in the MCU thus far, and that she's yeah. just kind of like, she has fun sparkle hands. Um, <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think they're really kind of diving into like one of the more interesting characters uh, in the, the, the Marvel universe. And playing with those abilities. So like that's the scene setting for like what we're kind of seem to be witnessing here. We're like, <clears throat> excuse me. We seem to be witnessing possibly Wanda's reaction to uh, Vision getting murked in the MCU and like maybe building this pocket reality where everything's great. And you know, she's living a life of a sitcom starlet. Yeah. Um, or the sit a sitcom character. Yeah. Yep. Other thoughts? Um, no, and I think that's really, especially because like, uh, you know, I, I think it, and I'm no, I'm going to put my bona fides on where like, I know the movies really well, but I don't know the comic books too well, basically. And that's just not, and it's not due to lack of interest. It's just due to lack of, you know, uh, whatever. So, so because of this, like uh, Wanda's, the mechanics of how Wanda does her thing, I think I'm a little bit fuzzy. So when we're talking about, a, I'm curious about the people who are in there with her, especially Catherine mm -hmm. Hahn's character yeah. and all that stuff. And I'm, and I'm curious whether they're real, real people that she's kind of controlling kind of puppet style, whether this is all kind of in her head and, and, and she's just externalizing all these things or like to... To, to outside observers who are presumably in our reality, you know, like what are they observing? Like, like what's going on basically? That, that's some of the stuff I'm really interested in. Yeah. We also see like it is on that 
screen at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it does yeah. seem like it's it's something, and I wasn't sure, not knowing any of the characters, whether she's sort of trapped in something, that she's being held in some sort of scenario, and that you have those moments of her, you know, like when uh, Mrs. Hart's going, help him, help, you know, or, or stop it, stop it. And <laughs> like, she, she, all those eerie moments, she kind of shakes herself out of it. But um, as a as a sitcom, like vintage sitcom fan, I very much enjoyed just all the the entire storyline of oh you know like the misunderstanding between the husband and a wife, and the oh the boss is coming over for dinner and like it it was it's such a simple storyline but they did it really well and the writing was really good and and there was like the clever jokes that kind of came back with the the song and and uh, the stuff from the magazine that you know Wanda was doing that at the end. And I, I really, I enjoyed that part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> That's right. yeah. um, but on that uh, note, I think that one thought I have is it was perfectly cast. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Like yeah. those characters, um, uh, the, the side characters from the office, um, uh, what's her face? Uh, Deborah, Deborah Rupp, Deborah Joe Rupp. Deborah Joe uh, Rupp, yeah. The, the, yep. the, um, as the sitcom, classic sitcom mom. Was she, wasn't she on like that 70s show too? Yes, yeah. And she has yeah. not aged. No, yeah. she yeah, has. She looks, she looks exactly, exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. And then That's, Fred Melamed is yes. the, uh, Mr. the, Hart. Mr. Hart. And yeah. he's incredible in literally everything he's ever in. And he also really looked like, uh, like Mel and Alan yep. Brady from yes. the yeah. show, which I very much appreciated mm-hmm. where I was like, oh, he looks like the boss. He's only ever played himself in any, in anything he's ever been. Like yeah. I remember him from a serious man. Yes. That's the first time I ever saw him. And he's only ever played that character and he's perfect at it. Yeah, I, I, what's the one thing that stood out to me is like, I, uh, I really enjoyed like all the slapstick type of uh, humor. Uh, that was very Dick Van Dyke, and also like I love Lucy. Like I felt like oh, the yeah. miscommunication mm-hmm. between them was very I love Lucy. Yeah. Um, but yeah. also like I'm just thinking about uh, the trope of having to impress your boss over like dinner mm-hmm. at your house. Like <laughs> so weird. <laughs> it's such a weird. What yeah. a weird time. <laughs> yeah. As a uh, as a job requirement, apparently too, because the one dude lost his job because yeah. he yeah. put yeah. on yeah. a shitty dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I didn't appreciate thing. all the beatnik stuff. I was wearing a turtle. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love how like the it's the 1950s of like low stakes or high stakes. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. like you know like a miscommunication between a husband and a wife is pretty low stakes and mm-hmm. in like reality, but or at least it can most like a yeah. miscommunication about dinner is pretty low stakes, but like in the like this kind of saccharine 50s. Bam, like we're this 50s like universe and like the 50s shows like that's a really big deal yeah because mm-hmm. like if if a husband and wife aren't good communicators then that's in- indicative of the fact that they're not perfect yeah. right and i love the i love the that the t- the production team chose this frame story of uh, this framing of like the 1950s show where it's like these two beings are sh- are struggling so hard to convince everyone they're normal in a time period where everyone was struggling to be normal, mm. like this this very plastic uh, specific version of that, you know, I think it's like a perfect, it, it translates so well. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the rest of you, but miscommunication about dinner in my house is a big deal. <laughs> 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 we miscommunicate about anything else when it comes yeah. to dinner. Oh, that's it. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, I, I also- think- 
I enjoyed that Vision had no idea what they did at the company too, because I always <laughs> yeah. feel like in sitcoms, they just go to work, but they never really explain <laughs> yeah. what that is. And they're yeah. just sitting at a desk and I just enjoyed him going, what do we do here? Do we make something? No. <laughs> do we buy something and then sell it? No. Um, all I know is that productivity has skyrocketed <laughs> since, you, <laughs> since you come on board. Um, and he picks that up again at uh, dinner too a bit uh, yeah. when he's talking to... Um, his boss, Mr. Hart, um, and they have that moment at the end, like that always, you know, for that promotion, we're gonna have to have that talk. Yeah. So here to get that promotion. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just back to the uh, Dick Van Dyke, because this did even the theme was very yes. Dick mm -hmm. Van very Dyke. Much. It's like it's got the first couple, like the yeah, same first couple notes. Then it changes. And he phased yeah. through. He phased, yeah, he phased through, through the through Ottoman. The, yeah. yeah, he did. Yeah. Yep. And that yep. that kitchen and and the living room and stuff is set up like it's just it's so it's so perfect. Great. Yep. I did so read great. that oh. Dick Van Dyke was a uh, a consultant for yeah. those particular moments. Dick Van Dyke still alive and kicking <laughs> still alive because God bless he him. is. If you see him do any kind of interviews, you wouldn't know he's like ninety six years old at this point. Yeah, that's. Cool. Uh, <laughs> I will say too, I think Paul Bettany does like a really good. I don't want to break it down to basically just like oh he's just doing an impression, but like on that level of like, it's a really good Dick Van yeah. Dyke impression, mm -hmm. basically. Yeah. Just like the way he, I think he does even like bite, bite his knuckles at one point, yeah. which is like very much like a thing. Like, but just like the way he kind of screws his face up and the way he like, just his body language and everything. Mm -hmm. I was just like, it's, it's, it's really, really good in a lot of like subtle ways, basically. I and mean, he does it really well. Yeah. Um, we can kind of bridge into episode two and then talk about some of the other things that pop up throughout each episode, yeah. like the different color changes and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, so in episode uh, two, um it's the big uh fundraiser the only oh, yeah. fundraiser for the children for the children. um so they're practicing a magic act that they have to get right oh we have to appear normal um or else um and then of course he he uh basically gets drunk um <laughs> by eating the gum <laughs> he ate the gum uh <laughs> go back to one of our very old uh, bloody sunday episodes go back and check oh it out God. for the stream uh <laughs> and uh everything he's doing he uh, she has to kind of save the moment uh so they're doing the um he raises the piano uh in the air uh and she makes it cardboard um i also love in that moment he's like hey that was my grandma's piano he, that dude's had the best lines in both <laughs> yes, episodes he, he did yeah <laughs> i wore a turtleneck that uh, one and, uh is that how mirrors work <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah uh he he levitates uh and she makes a rope um appears so she oh and the um puts the the hat through himself um mm -hmm. and that's that mirror line where she unveils uh, a bunch of mirrors behind backstage um which if the wind if the curtain was closed how would it actually work that way <laughs> but everybody just moves on and buys into the reality that they are sold throughout or, or forced into or forced into yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah um and uh they think that they've screwed everything up um but Dottie, played by emma caulfield Yes. Perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in this uh, is, um, you know, you two were hilarious, and it was this, <clears throat> we give you the inaugural comedy performance of the year award, um, and then they go back and they are back home. There are of course Marvel elements to discuss here, like the different color things throughout the episode, the the helicopter, the commercials, yeah. the commercials, yeah, the and the commercials. Um, yeah, commercials. they were in the first. Yeah. That, yeah. There was the one and the other one too. So what stands mm -hmm. out to y'all? Well, I know the one thing that stands out, I, I guess the one pattern that stands out in terms of the uh, the 
the color that does appear is everything is red. So I'm wondering like, what is the thread um, or what's the representation for, you know, those things all being red. So there was the helicopter that came in that kind of was painted like Iron Man. Yeah, it was Iron Man colors. Yep. Yeah, so, um, and it had the little uh, sword uh, mm -hmm. symbol on it, uh, which is the, you know, the the space shield. Space shield, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then- uh, And what are those, Marceli? Space shields? Yeah. <laughs> well, so the shield- I'm just well, watching shield. Sam's, Sam's face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't even know. It's so hard don't to like- Don't worry describe. about it, not for me. I feel bad, I, now I just feel like we're laughing at Sam. So no, 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 please do, laugh away. I think it's I think it's <laughs> No helpful. idea what's going on. It so, is, it's cool to get the different perspectives. Shield is like <laughs> Marvel super global CIA superhero black ops stuff. Yeah. And sword mm -hmm. is basically that, and that's like terrestrial on the earth. Yeah. And then sword is like superhero, black ops, secret society stuff in outer space. Yeah, so there's yeah, a clue much. that we're kind of dealing with something off planet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And at the end of, well, everybody's seen Captain Marvel. Am I supposed to talk about the end scene of Captain yeah. Marvel? Yeah. Okay. Because, yeah, because. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's when they first introduce mm -hmm. Sword, right? When we see Sam mm -hmm. Samuel Jackson's character mm. uh, get up and he's like, he stretches and yawns and uh, tells everybody to get back to work. So yeah, so the, pretty much they're like space ops, and then um, then we see the the helicopter that's the, that's you know yellow and red in the one commercial. In the first commercial, the toaster uh, the, starts yeah. blinking a red light, and yep. then. Um, the one character when we see blood on her hand. Uh, uh, Agnes. See that. Uh, yeah. No, that was or was it, that was Dottie. Dottie. Was Dottie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Agnes, was the, Agnes was the best friend who, well, not best friend, next door neighbor who seems like it's going to be the best friend role, but. Uh, yeah. 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 She knows definitely something. somebody. <laughs> yeah. She yeah. knows something. Yeah. The, uh, I'm sorry, Michael. I was about to say the, the, uh, the, the toaster in the first commercial too, I believe it's a Stark brand toaster, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, I did say Stark, yeah. And, and also, that I did recognize. I do know that. <laughs> and it's a toaster that looks a lot like the face of Vision, actually, right a down to bit. like the a little, little yeah, yeah, like the little the little jewel oh, at the center of his forehead, that. yeah. And uh, the watch, the watch in the second commercial, yeah, the, the the brand on it is Strucker, yes, which is the name of the dude that in the MCU anyway gave Wanda through experimentation gave Wanda <laughs> and Quicksilver her brother their powers. Yes. So, and it also had a Hydra. Yeah. Right yeah. Right on that. It had a Hydra logo. Because in the MCU, yeah. Wanda is not a mutant. She's just like a, a person imbibed with, with, yeah. with powers because the I'm MCU terrible. for a long time couldn't use the word mutant. Yeah, they use the word miracle, I believe. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But so it's worth pointing out, and I don't know how this is going to feed into the show or everything, but now they can use yeah. the mutant. Yeah. Yeah. This a lot of some people are speculating that this might be the like the bridge to actually give mutants to the MCU. Yeah. Um, there's you know, like so like this might be where we see some X-Men. Uh um, so who the hell knows? Which is but, uh and correct me if I'm wrong, but that's why they couldn't use the word mutant because X-Men's are mutants and that was a Fox correct. property. That was a Fox property, but they, now it's all yeah, under one roof. Them, at least in Age of Ultron, they referred to them as inhumans. Yeah. yeah. Which you said which is, is a different it's, it's, thing. In the it exists in the Marvel Universe. They're just like space super, like genetic super people, yeah. but they're not mutants. Right. But the wild thing is 
the MCU actually had to retcon after Marvel, after uh, Disney bought Marvel, Marvel retconned Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver's origin story to make them not mutants in the comic books so that Disney could use them in the Marvel movies. And then they're like, and so now that they bought that, they can, they are they going to retcon like, Scarlet Witch's backstory in the comic books is the most contrived, complex backstory like ever. It's been retconned so many times. She's gone from being basically like, I can do sparkle fingers. And she could, in the beginning, she could really only manipulate um, like odds. Like she could basically have the power to make something that was very unlikely to happen, likely to happen. And that was it. So she could be like, oh, it's your gun probably wouldn't jam, but now it will. Uh, to now basically being like a reality bending demigod where she can just change anything. It, it's it's bonkers. Isn't she Magneto's daughter? I yeah. Say. So, yeah. and that's also been retconned because that's when they retconned it away from that when they couldn't make her a mutant. So, right. yes. Okay. But right now, technically in the Marvel comic books, the, no. like the general accepted reality is that she is not Mar Magneto's daughter and she is not a mutant. So okay. we, we'll see if that changes, but as far as I know, it's bonkers. But uh, yeah, but yeah, for forever she was always Magneto's daughter, um, and Quicksilver was his son. And when they retconned that, fans were that was not something that went over well with you know the Comic Con folk. Sure. Um, the toaster also makes the Iron Man power up sound. Mm -hmm. Oh, does it? I didn't. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, that's all I had to contribute to. Uh, <laughs> you were waiting to get that uh, one out. Yeah. <laughs> I am one of those people that is. Uh, I collected comics, and I sold comics. I didn't necessarily read the comics. <laughs> you were you were a little eight year old comic fan. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I comic sold the stuff. Yes. <laughs> I sold the stuff, yes. But I never that's did so funny. Stuff. Yes. Eight Flip years this old. comic. That's that's like the. <laughs> That's like the little kid version of like, I buy Playboy for the articles. <laughs> I don't buy it for the tips. Which I, buy would, it for the I feel articles. like that'd be very on brand. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, there was the, we talked about, uh, Marcel, you mentioned the toaster color. We had the, the blood on Dottie's hand, uh, the um, helicopter. So the thing that pulled her outside is that um, Wanda is hearing these different disturbances um, mm -hmm. outside, right? Um, so they have that moment at the top. Um, again, another classic sitcom thing, they're sleeping in separate beds. Yeah. Um, and, I, and it's kind of unfair because Vision gets the, the nightstand. I don't know. Yeah. Where's, where's Wanda going to put her stuff? Yeah. Well, she could like move stuff with her hands. Well, that's true. In her mind. True. Yeah, but you still, but, you know, you want your glasses right there. <laughs> <laughs> you still need to set stuff down. And your CPAP. Yeah. yeah. And your CPAP. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, so Vision in a CPAP would be hilarious. That's a comic strip I want to write. <laughs> Sleep apnea vision. There's a disturbance um, at the window and it turns out to be a tree. That's probably, probably not a tree, but there's something in this reality mm -hmm. where she kind of corrects it or it's corrected for her to appear to be, ah, oh, it's just a tree. Um, there's probably going to be a moment later it's like, oh, it's just a cat. Um, uh, and then there's the disturbance. She's inside. She goes outside. She finds that uh, helicopter there and she's, um, when does the help me Rhonda or help me that Wanda. comes after the, the beach party. That's at the yeah. That's at the pool. Beach party. Pool, pool party. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Whether they're planning the 
event, the talent show. The children. Does it help me, Rhonda, or help me? It's kind of Rhonda. yeah. It kind of started Distorted. to sound like yeah. "Help me, yep. Wanda." Mm -hmm. You're our only hope. Mm -hmm. um, so there's uh, what are the the other disturb? Oh, there's the um, character, the beekeeper coming the beekeeper. out. Yeah, of the yeah. 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 Which was that vision? Like the the side of his face looked pretty vision -ish. was it oh i don't know uh, i just wrote down beekeeper yeah yeah i Is think the... <laughs> so i noticed that the sword symbol was on the back of his yeah. uh beekeeper slash hazmat suit um so like i'm it seems as though like there are sword agents trying to get in and so, to this I reality think... somehow I th jumping off of that, Marsley. I think what is her name? Um, Geraldine. Yes. Yeah. I think she's a sword uh, a sword agent because when Wanda asked her name, she had to. It, she had this look she on her face that she had it. to be I like, that too. "Okay, what is not like in the sense of Geraldine was um, at the part at the pool at the beach." Yeah, because yeah. she was like, mm -hmm. she was like, um, "I don't clap because like I'm just afraid to move." So she yeah. is like, I think it's accepted canon in the show. That character is the young girl from uh, Captain Marvel. Oh, Arnold. okay. Yeah, like that would absolutely. That seems like that. Yeah, because I just got, got the same had... vibe that like Wanda, how she has no idea what's going on. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I got that sort of vibe where she was like, "Oh, my name is oh Geraldine." Like, yeah, it I felt very much like, a, like in the Simpsons, like the Mr. Thompson moment. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. I, like when I put my foot on your foot, and we'll say hello, Mr. Thompson. <laughs> I think, <laughs> and I think talking this, to you. Yeah. this speaks to like kind of the the main question that i think anybody watching like no matter how much knowledge you have of the mcu or, or not i think the main question certainly i'm left with is is this something wanda is doing that others are trapped in and right. people are trying to pull her out right. or is this something that people are doing to wanda to keep her like in either yeah. in check yeah like mm -hmm. like is this medically like a induced coma. precaution yeah mm -hmm. exactly so is this like Wanda is too dangerous. We need to keep her sedated. And this is the reality she's built for herself that is pulling, you know, is this, is this over the rainbow? Mm -hmm. Or mm -hmm. is this, mm -hmm. um, you know, or is this Wanda bending reality to her whim? Or, uh, or is it a combination of the two where they've like pulled her into this thing? And they've, but at, in the process, yeah. she pulled people in with her, like, like mm -hmm. a final, like, like yeah. that, yeah. like, yeah. Because I feel like every single one of these characters we're seeing in here are like actually going to be somebody, somebody in the outside world, whatever yeah. that, whatever that means. I think uh, who who was the neighbor? Agnes. So Agnes. I think Agnes. Yeah. I was reading somewhere that right. Agnes is this character is in all likelihood this like old witch character from the comics that was kind of like a uh, I forget the name, but Agnes. Agatha is a, Harkness. Yeah. Yes, Agatha Harkness. Um, who like it was her mentor was, was in in the comic books and kind of taught her the ways of witchcraft um which combined with her own natural abilities is you know gives her her power so there's definitely some kind of like like awareness there um uh so yeah it's i'm very excited to uh get into i i 
I really hope that there's a Seinfeld episode. <laughs> oh, man. So great. Oh, and, uh, Brian was wondering if they're going to get to f- like a full house episode. Yeah. Like, a little nod <laughs> yeah. to yeah. Like, a TGI. Oh, something yeah. I didn't think about oh, that. Yeah. yeah. Based off of the, uh, the trailers, I, there was uh, like a brief moment that seemed like it could be that. But like, um, it seemed as though like there were a couple of babies. And mm-hmm. um, I know in, in Full House, like twins yeah. are definitely. And she has like, twins in the comics. Twins, yeah. And, mm. and it seems oh, as though yeah. That'd be clever. Uh, she does end up having those twins. So it's, yeah, it's really, really like cool to just think about like the possibilities of what they can mm-hmm. do with different sitcoms. I, I feel like at least based on the previews, it looks like we're getting to like a family ties kind of thing. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. So we're at least getting to the 80s. Yep. Because um, we've hit I, like late 50s, early 60s with, with Dick Van Dyke and then mid to late 60s with I Dream of Genie slash Bewitched. Bewitched, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I, again, the visual language of the show, I love that that it's like, this is close. Like these are close in time, but not super mm-hmm. yeah. close. Yeah. Know? It's not like we're dealing with like 1953, yeah. 1957. We're dealing with 1958 and 1960. Five, which are it's it's things mm-hmm. have changed like aesthetically and fashion wise and, and, the, and the style sort of of the show i feel yeah. like yeah. changed yes. where you know like dick van dyke was more of just kind of the their family dynamic and him at work and then you know like i feel like bewitched went more out into the community yeah. type mm-hmm. which is what they reflected in the plot lines and they'd used from like a, a visual storytelling like um uh, like cinematography um, when they were like totally in the sitcom world, it was being shot multicam. So like your classic filmed in front mm-hmm. of a live studio yeah. audience, which yep. was the name, which was the title of the first mm-hmm. episode. Yes. Um, you know, they're, they're in multicam. They're cutting back and forth between these cameras. And then when something weird happens that like yeah. brings them into the reality or, you know, or at least like let you peek, now it's in a single cam and now it's mm-hmm. being shot like a drama or like, you know, a later sitcom. Um, so that was kind of besides like seeing something in color where you're like, this is a little off. Um, as soon as it switched to that single cam where you're getting these angles that you wouldn't have gotten in classic sitcoms, you know, like, okay, something has snapped and we're, you know, peeking through the looking glass here. And even yeah. the, the fact that they did four by three, which I feel like a lot of, um, yeah. shows when they're, they're mm-hmm. just throw it in black and white and they don't actually change yeah. the aspect ratio. Yep. And I did, you know, like I appreciated that, that they did that like right away where they had like the Marvel thing in the first episode and then it shrunk down yeah. and then went yep. to black yep. and white. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the other, uh, just on the passage of time aspect, uh, the commercials also served to kind of show that within the world. Mm-hmm. Um, we had the toaster, which it was just, they, they watched the, the toast burn. Yeah. Um, but well, also, I love if you listen to the um, the toaster kind of speeds up yeah. uh, and also the mm-hmm. watch when it's uh, ticking, the ticking kind of speeds yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, so that's just Wanda time moving forward for her, which also shows like, boom, you're pregnant. Yeah. And the style of the way the commercials were shot were very, you know, like one was more 50s and then one was more 60s with that mm-hmm. sort of eerie, the way she was putting her hand on his like lapel. And I liked that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I liked. I liked. The I don't tone. know what else is going on though. <laughs> I like the tone they took with the commercials as well because, like, the show itself, I think, does such a good job of replicating, you know, like what that kind of show was and just kind of fastening onto like these new characters. But like 
the sitcom, excuse me, the, the commercials, I think, are just a little bit more playful and they're a little bit more barbed, basically, because I, I remember the first line of the toaster commercial is like, hey, are you tired of your wife burning your toast? And I was like, whoa. <laughs> oh, <laughs> We're getting right there. Got it. Okay, yeah, right. That's yeah. what we are. And the woman's just like dead-eyed in the commercial. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. This mm-hmm. is nice toast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what nice yep. toast. Uh, the animated intro of the second one, oh, uh, the so very good. bewitchy, oh, so bewitchy good. style. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The animations of it were so good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I also the, absolutely the loved the gum being swallowed. Like that <laughs> yeah. was yes. such a trope that they would have used in yeah. Bewitched or G- yeah. I Dream of a Genie. Where or in a commercial yeah. where they're like, they, uh, like, uh, like, like, like Alka-Seltzer. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Like, yeah. And it just goes down. It was uh, that I just love that. Like we laughed out loud when we were that part came up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the we mentioned a minute ago the the moments that kind of break us out. So within these two episodes, the moments that kind of break us out are um, the in the first episode it was the choking. I think that was mm-hmm. the main one. Um, help and vision, like even that one was just so yeah dead, dead faced. And then um, she kept saying stop, stop, stop it. it, stop it, stop it. it. Yes. Yeah, which was and so- it, Wanda was doing that, right? Are we like Wanda made him choke? Are we? Did anyone I, else think that? I did. I, I did. And there's a lot of questions. Like, yeah, there there's a lot of questions because like especially like thinking about it retroactively, um, jumping back to like the beekeeper scene, um, where like she once she saw him like kind of do a half turn, mm-hmm. she just stopped and said no. And then yeah. everything went in reverse. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like the the you know red light for me that was like, oh, so she She's is in control. Mm-hmm. She's in control of this. Um, some way or another, there's obviously other things manipulating the situation, but she is certainly the main person who's in control of this situation. Yeah, yeah. and it seems, uh, I think to, to Rob's point a little bit, or question, uh, it, that if, is she doing this? Um, uh, she has, um, I just forgot what the fuck I was talking about. <laughs> she <laughs> has, you, somebody <laughs> Yeah, she's, she's, she's she, yeah, Stretch it out, keep going, keep going. It's either she's in control or she's learning control in a place that she's been put. Oh, I right? just, so uh, you like, just, you just hit it for me, um, Rob. I'm sorry, go ahead. Okay, good. <laughs> Before I forget again, um, it's when there's the moments where she's being pushed. Uh, yeah. So yeah. you asking her, uh, who are you? Where are you from? What's your story? Yeah. How'd you meet yeah. each other? Uh, yeah. What's your anniversary? All these things. Like there's yeah. moments where she's being pushed. Something mm. happens. Um, yeah. There's either a disturbance outside or he chokes. And then after a lot of those, stop it, stop it, stop it. Yeah. Then she comes in and is like helping. Yeah. When yeah. her reality is challenged. Yes. Yeah. Well, um, one of the questions that she's also asked in the first episode is why don't you have children yet? Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is really interesting, especially because that's when she reveals that she's pregnant at the end of episode two. That's right when the other re- when that's when the beekeeper comes in. Um, so that definitely has to be connected at some point. So a lot and of children. Stuff. Yeah, the children stuff. Like, the, yeah, for the children. Yeah, children, yeah, the, for the children. And, like, and in the comics, she just makes herself pregnant. Like it's it's just like a hey, <laughs> I am pregnant. Yeah, immaculate uh, conception. Wins. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, that so that part, because it seemed like very cultish when everybody was like, yeah, uh, yeah or the, the children, children. Yeah. greater um, good, but we don't see any children in yeah. the show at no. all. So yeah, then when there was the reveal uh, that she was pregnant, it made me think somebody I, I was it makes me wonder if somebody's trying to manipulate the situation to ha- make her have kids so they could take these kids and do mm-hmm. something with them. That's interesting. Uh, yeah. yeah, that could be. 
This is a this is a more of a uh it's a, it, okay let me get my <laughs> thought out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> um the weird pop out moments I wish were scarier, but I also understand that this is a show that children will be watching, so it's probably not going to be happening. But if it was a show that was just like geared for adults, I would have loved to have seen those scenes become like more warped yeah. and like mm-hmm. frantic yeah. and yeah. scary. Because when like, she cut her hand, it was striking. You were like, oh, yeah, yeah. But like the the when I'm just gonna call her Kitty Foreman because I don't know her name. Uh, when Kitty Foreman was just saying, "Stop it." stop it like in my head i was like oh wouldn't it just be great if like her it's like the dialogue started warping or like something happened with her like her eyes did something weird or like the boss just dies yeah i kind of of liked it but again i'm not you know i'm not an expert but i kind of liked how it just got just eerie enough and then pulled back in where it's just kind of a taste where now we have room to even get weirder and weirder and like there's more yeah Yeah. this second episode had more of those moments in the first episode and i feel like we're just kind of building towards it getting more jarring and, and upsetting. And I, I I kind of like the level we're starting at. Do we think yeah. that the series is going to, what are there, nine episodes? In nine, first? yeah, yeah. Do we think that every episode is going to be a different one and then at the a different sitcom and then at the end of the nine, we're going to like break on through to the other side and figure <laughs> out like what's really going on? Or do we think like we're going to get there in the middle of the season? Like, how how quick do we think we're going to break it, on through? It better be nine sitcoms. Otherwise, <laughs> what the hell am I doing? <laughs> uh, I think it's going to break through quicker than nine. I don't know. Maybe somewhere around five or six, maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. maybe they'll do like each decade from the 50s and on up. And then like once we get to the... 2000s. Once like, we get to Big Bang Theory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Once we get to Young Sheldon. <laughs> Wait for Young jump, Sheldon. If they jump ship on, like, they're still doing the TV tropes, but they they hit the mid two thousand, the early 2000s and they just jump to shitty reality TV. <laughs> like, Fighting like, each like, other. Like, Vision and Wanda at, like, the Mill Jersey Island. Shore house. Like, uh, <laughs> them doing confessionals. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Please no. Um, I think it's probably going to be in the uh, seven seven range, seven episode range before we we break yeah. through into reality. Um, any other um, kind of moments that kind of pop out to you? I, from I found it interesting outside? that uh, Agnes keeps mentioning her husband, but we never Ralph? see. Ralph. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. We her do. Husband, Ralph. We. I think we do see him. I Ralph. Do think I don't think Ralph. we see. Because in I think. Because in the um, in the opening of Bewitched, of the Be- I'm gonna call it the Bewitched opening. Yeah. The mm-hmm. second episode, Agnes is standing with the the bigger black man who's at the um, the, the neighborhood watch thing. Yeah. And I would wouldn't think they would be paired together in the in the opening if they weren't like. Uh, but they together. she wasn't sitting sitting with him at the um. No. Yeah, at the, at the, the, the talent show, oh, and she referenced about how like aloof he is. Or I mean, or and IMDb, IMDb can think of it. <laughs> or it could be reading yeah. into this. You yeah, because yeah, she said that her husband wasn't there 
at the he I, did. I, you I, said I, make him disappear or something like that or something yeah. along those lines how about yeah. a volunteer named my husband Ralph? yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah so, she's so good i, I love her oh, oh my god i also so love good. that like it's very clear that like agnes just wants to get fucked like, she's like, <laughs> I, just, like I just want someone to touch my butt I just want... <laughs> but she also did a weird thing to the mailman like yeah, he's walking yeah. by yeah. And she's like bang bang i gotcha <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. just like what are you doing yeah. why would she say that to a person out when he leaves too like yeah. the next second you'd be like yeah. she's like you're like like like, like what i like maybe sure <laughs> yeah um, sure i would Kat, i would Kat, Kat Han's so good she's just so good she's fantastic. Um, yeah the, the the second episode i mean sam you said it like the second episode has like more moments where like they kind of put like like half a foot outside of the reality or at least they they do stuff that like probably wouldn't have been in like a bewitched or you know like when when um when vision goes to like the uh the, like the the town count like the neighborhood watch meeting or like whatever basically and then there's that weird moment where he says like dave's a comic like dave's a comedy <laughs> yeah. Yeah. we're just like well they never would have made like that yeah joke, that kind obviously, of thing, you know but yeah. um that's so, there was yeah, um but- one of those moments in the first episode where i think wanda says something along the lines of do you know married men are killing single men at alarming rates yeah <laughs> <laughs> doesn't, doesn't really right. doesn't really fit even for the time period in a sitcom but it, <laughs> she, but that was because earlier they said she was misquoting something that was said earlier, which yeah, was in the magazine, which was married men outlive single men mm, by like yeah. whatever. Gotcha. So, yeah. All right, I missed that. Uh, there's yeah, no yeah. Ralph on IMDb. There's no character named Ralph okay. that has an actor mm. playing. So I don't think that. So that, then I, I assume just by the way that, that they were put together in the yeah. that, that makes sense. would make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But um, maybe she's alive. Yeah, there's there no also Ralph. don't read the IMDb if you don't want like at least some stuff spoiled because <laughs> I, like the I, name of characters. I wasn't sure to say this or not, but yes, I do agree. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What if you don't know any of those names? Then, then, then read away. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. If you have I'm not no going to remember any of it. Are as good as no spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> but um, r- right down to some of those, some of those things could be could give you a read on things that are happening within this episode, which is mm-hmm. you know kind of not fair to do to yourself unless you want to. Like that's fine. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. not going to do that. I don't look up anything. The only time I, I need to be know. spoiled is when Either. I have to read the Wikipedia when I'm watching a very scary movie. I have to read it like <laughs> as I'm watching the film. Oh. It, like, yeah, it, it, it pulls just enough out <laughs> that I don't get all spooked. All right. Any other <laughs> things from the show that stand out to you? I mean, am I reading too much into it in that there's a plot point in each of these episodes that's about a man choking? First one, it's... Um, uh, yeah, you know, uh, Mr. Yeah. Hart, and the second yeah. one is Vision mm-hmm. himself, basically on the gum. Yeah. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't know what think, to do with that aside from the to, to note it. But you know, I think these shows are thirty minutes. They are Marvel. There is what sixty years of of history uh, to pull from. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think that they're wasting any yeah any bit I, of dialogue, yeah. any moment of screen time. So I yeah. think that there's probably something to everything. Well, I mean, the, the, the very first line in the first episode is uh, when Vision gets hit with the plate and she says, oh, there's my husband with his indestructible head, yeah. which mm-hmm. if you remember how Vision went out, um, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. There's my wife with her UFO thing. With, oh, yeah. my, wife and her, my wife and her UFOs. Flying yeah. saucers. Flying saucers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think I, I will jump on what you said, Michael, and say that not only are they referencing someone choking, but in both episodes, there are mentions of like Vision's body and like kind of how vulnerable his body is. Yes. Yes. Like a a piece of gum almost took this dumb dumb out. Yeah, I mean, he's a machine. (laughs) Right. 
you know, how, how she watched, it could be like she watched her husband or her, her space, her space boyfriend, husband, whatever he is, um, die in this really like brutally graphic way. Mm-hmm. And if she's in, if this is a universe of her creating creation, she's trying so desperately to keep him preserved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She actually had to see him die twice. Yeah. Did he disappear? Was he one of the ones that got disappeareded? No. no. He actually, it's yeah. worse. It's worse, uh, it's worse than also disappeareded. Also worth noting, okay. at least in this show, he's got the Mind Stone. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yes. like, you know, but I, I think my money is on that this, that we're going to see, um, I, I, I'm, I'm leaning towards the, she is being contained uh, but like, fi- but they're like having a hard time with it, right? Like, like she's she's in kind of a mind prison that she is too good at breaking out of, and they're sending in like things to, um, and then at the same time, people are trying to break her out. That's where they like yeah. the help me, Rhonda. You know what's going on, Wanda? Who, who, are they who doing is doing this? To, what are they doing to you? Who's yeah, who's yeah. doing this to you? Because I, yeah. I, I think, I, I think it's going to be a little column A, column B. So it's it's it it is undoubtedly the weirdest thing marvel's ever done in the mcu yeah. i would agree uh, yeah so it's i'm really excited and, and i guess based on what you know the mcu shows that are kind of coming down the pike it seems like it's probably going to be the weirdest like not they're not they're not swinging for the fences at uh this much and anything else the other ones yeah. are going to kind of be a little more you know traditional yeah um, MCU well, I, fair. I think i think it's interesting too that originally um i think uh, uh falcon and winter soldier which is the next show was supposed to come out first before yeah. WandaVision. Uh, and then they swapped them just because of the pandemic and things being done at different times. So, um, you know, so this one, super weird, but also feels especially weird because of the fact that it's been so long since we've been back in this yeah. world. And like, this is how we're getting back in. About- yeah. Uh, and and, and I, I think it's interesting that orig- that was not the way it was intended to originally. And, and plus we were supposed to have at least one movie in between then and now too. So, mm-hmm. yeah. The, um, oh yeah. Black Widow. Black, Black Widow, Widow, yeah. Which is still yeah. on the shelf, yeah. I'm really curious uh, to find (laughs) out who the person, like specifically who the person is that's been watching the episodes. Um, Like, uh, is that like Mm, a a sword person or is that like somebody who's, I don't know, on the internet or is that (laughs) just some nerd on the internet? It's it's QAnon. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Isn't. Uh, I, I don't think that this is part Wanda of- is Q. Oh, no. These are Q drops. Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, I don't think this is part of this show, but isn't there in Marvel Mojo? Uh, and doesn't he run, like, a cable network? <laughs> like an there is a Mojo. Dang, yeah, yeah. There's also a MODOK. Yeah, I was thinking of MODOK. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Mojo yeah. specifically has different um, television shows. There's that an puts Ego, Marvel characters and into. there's a MODOK. Yeah. Isn't Ego dead? Yeah, Ego was. Uh, oh, was Ego Kurt was uh, Kurt Russell and Guardians. Russell. Yeah, mm. and um, Mojo played a part in Legion, I think. Um, oh, that's on, right. Yeah, uh, FX. Yeah, um, but I, I, yeah. I don't think that he's involved in this. But I think there's heavy now. speculation that this is going to be like directly going into the next um, Doctor Strange. Like that's well, where this that's where this show is kind of funneling into in terms of. MCU next step. So yeah, yeah, it's been announced that um Wanda is her character is gonna be in the Doctor Strange. Okay, yeah. yeah so, so yeah, they so, have said that. Yeah. So she lives from a this. from a Disney perspective on this. I was just thinking about this. Like there's some ride potential with oh this yeah. Show. Ooh. Oh yeah. A dark yeah. ride. Like a dark ride, like almost if you could either do it one of 
I mean, I'm not Imagineer, but Imagineers, if you're listening, please pay me. <laughs> um, you could do it one of two ways. You could do it like a Tower of Terror type thing where there's like a big drop, or you could do it like um like a Gringotts ride where it's like like mm-hmm. scene happens and then you get whisked away and it's like moving through time and stuff. Or yeah. might I suggest off- Carousel of Progress <laughs> and you go yeah, through yeah, each yeah. WandaVision. And God, could, oh, you, God. could you imagine watching a Carousel of Progress where, <laughs> where John Progress and Sarah Progress actually love each other? They hate each other it's, in that it's ride. Like canon oh, no. that they hate each yeah, other. Every, every, yeah. And also, he's totally fine with strangers coming and watching his daughter get changed. Hey, oh, y'all, yeah. uh, y'all remember going places and doing things? Yeah, wasn't that oh, fun God. when we could go places and do uh, get those vaccines, What are you talking people? about? Sign up. <laughs> yeah, wear your damn masks, social your distance. Don't, and also, don't go to theme parks. We're oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're getting vaccinated. At a unless, yeah. unless, unless the corpse of Walt Disney's vaccinated yeah. you himself, <laughs> don't go to Disney. He's gonna right hold now. that. Yeah, hold that needle in his teeth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. his little. Because that's all that's his left. Or it won't be a great head. big beautiful tomorrow. If 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 he is doing that though, I would say go because like that's the kind of thing that's an opportunity that's going to happen once. So yeah, yeah. Go. it's once in a lifetime. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so this is going to happen in all of the episodes of this uh, podcast that we do. There's always going to be a lot left on the table. Uh, we're going to possibly bring in um, someone who knows more about uh, the Marvel universe and Some actual upcoming. experts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I but should, I, maybe I should sit out that episode. That's not. I don't want them this, to get angry with me. <laughs> that's not who this podcast is for. But that's uh, more for for our assistance um as we go through we'll we'll see but there's gonna be a lot left on the table um this podcast is not for the the super fans um i do want to end with um (laughs) the uh winners and losers who do you feel win or lost the episode um and you can go um each episode or you can just cover one and two let's start with winners who do you believe won the episode or an episode i think uh the children won because they made so much money. <laughs> yeah. The talent show. Yeah. Because people paid for that or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sam. Also, the people who uh, attended the talent show Ooh, yeah. uh, because they got to see such a great performance. So, some real magic. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was yeah. real magic, great comedy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Other Drunk winners? Vision, which was delightful. Oh. Yeah. Paul Patney's funny. He's he really so funny. Is. His timing is so great. good. Yeah. Good. Uh, Katie, a winner. Um, I think uh, when I was watching the episodes, I think Agnes is my winner. I think that she had a she really had a great great two episodes, just kind of being a guide for Wanda, being like, "Oh, you you your fridge is empty because your husband's a robot. Here's here's five five courses of an intricate meal," and like, I think she's. She's showing up for Wanda in this way that, like, I don't know if, like, Wanda could have survived this kind of facade of normalcy without her. Yeah. Uh, Rob? Um, I think my winner is that guy who's definitely a communist, but everyone just kind of left it off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure of his character name, but, like, he for sure is a communist. Uh, and, uh, and at the time, you know, wouldn't have been, uh, wouldn't have been friendly to him. Yeah. But they sure. just laughed it off. Yep. Uh, and uh, winner for me, I would say um, Mr. Hart, because uh, he got light, his life saved um, through some th- through some magic means. Um, and uh, loser, I'll just begin with a loser, and I'm going to say Jones. Um, uh, he's got his grandma's piano, 
uh, <laughs> made into cardboard as oh. well as lost his job yeah uh, for not yeah. throwing a good dinner yeah. mm. uh, other losers I would say Wanda. I mean, because I think <laughs> yeah. like it's it's obvious that she's definitely controlling some things, but she's also not completely aware of what's happening yeah. too. And it seems yeah. like um, she might be like exploited by somebody. And um, yeah, I mean, like somebody is like faking. Like, there's no way that Vision is actually alive. So like somebody's using the love of her life to manipulate her to do something uh, that she may or may not want to do so i'm gonna i'm gonna say uh wanda yeah i feel like i'm gonna agree for a bunch of these episodes um so that's uh michael sam on the wanda train i'm I'm on on the the wanda Wanda train train. (laughs) yeah i'm just gonna go with um lobster fans because what a waste yeah yeah Yeah. but i think you could still take it off the door from the door knocker i think that one was still good (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I uh, yeah I think oh no I, I think Wanda's the loser and and, and the one then the the thing that the thing that's kind of a through line anytime this happens in the comics it's always that like Wanda doesn't realize this is happening to her and that's why it's so dangerous it it always becomes very dangerous the stuff that she does that has real lasting impact happens when someone comes to her and like breaks through and it's like hey hey this isn't real right mm-hmm. like yeah. like and then when she's broken out of that reality she does like earth shattering stuff so that's what i'm kind of waiting to see like when this is whether it's of her making or somebody else's making when she breaks out of it the precedent is there that like big shit is going to go down so who knows yeah well i think and especially because like um you know uh putting this in the grand scope of you know the mcu movies obviously this you know this is after endgame at least i'm assuming this is after endgame i think that makes a certain amount of sense because everything that's happening i think that if this is wanda going through something obviously it's definitely you know because of vision and everything that happened but i mean you know everybody of all the people in those movies basically the people who are still around i think wanda probably got the shortest end of the stick because everybody else at least you know um got people back basically but nope vision's still dead and also wanda lost five years of her life mm-hmm. yeah 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 i'm sticking with uh, jones my, <laughs> my, he lost his job okay yeah my, my bits my bits up loser is uh mrs hart before her husband almost choked to death yes <laughs> because yes. she was just so bored like she, yeah. she just like every time she tried to escape the boredom Wanda, like reasonably, because she's trying to hide that she's a witch, was just like goodbye. Like, yeah. Like, no, no, no. You. Yeah. She's like, I guess uh, I have to listen to talk about murders and uh, yeah, not uh, make pigs in a blanket. All right. Um, we will uh, wrap it up uh, there. Uh, thank you, Rob. Thank you, Katie. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Willow. I think I saw back there. Sure did. Um, thank you, Sam, and thank you, Marcelli. Uh We'll be back for episode to cover episode three with our episode two next week. Bye bye. <laughs>